from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. From Adventist World Radio in Pune. A warm welcome to you as you join us. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspirational music, health talk on principles of life that are basic. With more enjoyable music, you'll also hear God's word to enrich you spiritually. This is your host, Sharad. And I'm Maureen, and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin We all have had experiences of keen disappointment and utter discouragement. Days when sorrow is the portion and troubles harass the soul and we tend to lose our hold on God. And during these times, Satan takes advantage and seeks to shake our confidence and tempts us to distrust God, to question His love and break our hold on God. But Jesus, the greatest burden bearer, invites, Come unto me. He desires to soothe our frayed nerves and ease our restless longings. True rest is found in a loving, trust relationship with our Creator. Down through the centuries of time, His gentle invitation remains the same. His love and compassion never weary. In every circumstance, we may find assurance and support in the unfailing love and power of a covenant-keeping God. If He could do that for me, I'm sure... is more than willing and able to do it for you too as i walk through the path of life i stumble to reach out once a stranger now he's my friend as i walk through the path of life i stumble and i fell jesus my master reach out once a stranger now he's my friend
It's time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. The cow of China. Dear friends, our world has some amazing foods. Foods that have uses we have only begun to explore. Take the soya bean, for example. This well-known member of the legume or bean family represents one of the most nutritious foods known to humanity. The soybean has three times more protein than meat or eggs and 11 times more than milk. Also, it contains all of the amino acids needed to keep us healthy. Dear friends, the Chinese cultivated the soya bean 3000 years ago. They used the sprouts as food and developed soy sauce, cooking oil, flour and milk from the beans. In fact, the milk was so nutritious that the soybean became known as the cow of China. More recently, the Chinese used the soya bean to develop what was originally called tofu or bean curd, now known as tofu in many cultures. Bean curd has become a primary substitute for meat in many dishes. Dear friends, the soybean became a popular plant for experimental and agriculture in the United States in the 1920s and 1930s. With about 10,000 varieties, it seemed that this amazing plant could provide a substitute for just about anything. One of the foremost proponents of soybean products was Henry Ford, the automaker. Mr. Ford planted hundreds of varieties of soybeans on his farm in Michigan. He extracted the oil to produce paint and plastics and he ground the bean into meal to make horn buttons, instrument knobs and accelerator pedals for automobiles. Ford, who even had thread made from soybean fibers, is said to have worn a suit made from such fibers complete with shirt and tie and topped off with a soybean hat. But when a goat ate the Illinois license plate made of soybean fiberboard, it dashed his hope of making a vegetable car. Dear friends, today's soybean products include adhesives, skin creams, paints, printing ink, plastics, insulation, fire extinguisher, foam, soap, and prescription drugs. Drug companies grow the antibiotic called streptomycin in soybean broth. One writer suggested that the soya bean must have been the bean that inspired the fable Jack and the Beanstalk. But a plant such as the soya bean is no fairy tale. It is a very real example of the power of a creator to bring forth wonders out of the earth. A word from a creator goes like this. He causeth the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man that he may bring forth food out of the earth. As written in Psalms 104 verses 14. Thank you for our nice health talk. We are sure it was hope for the despondent, cheer for the sick and rest for the weary. Keep listening to AWR. It will open the door to a new experience in your life. To know more on our program, you are welcome to write to us on 
एडवेंटिस्ट वर्ल्ड रेडियो पोस्ट बॉक्स नंबर 17 पुणे 411001 महाराष्ट्र इंडिया यू कैन आल्सो ईमेल अस ऑन एडवेंटिस्ट मीडिया सेंटर एट जीमेल डॉट कॉम यू कूड ऑल्सो हियर ऑल आवर प्रोग्राम्स ऑन आवर वेबसाइट दैट्स ऑन ए डब्ल्यू आर डॉट ओ आर जी स्लैश इंग्लिश प्रोग्राम बिफोर यू हियर गॉड्स वर्ड हियर्स अनादर सॉन्ग Jesus 101 Introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, 
Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. All right. If you want to know the details of my arrest. I actually do. It's interesting. <laughs> well, I had just graduated from college and taken a position teaching. And my then fiance, now bride, uh, was living in Tulsa and I was living in the Dallas area. And so I had driven up there to spend some time with her. And then Sunday night before it was time for me to begin teaching again on Monday morning, I was driving home and an officer of the law pulled me over in order just to check things. And he decided to let me go. But then he stopped me again because he had run a, a, a check on my my driver's license and found mm. that there was a warrant for my arrest. Oh, why and was it, it? It turns out that I had loaned my car to a buddy back in college and the inspection sticker had expired and he received a citation for it, but never told me that he'd mm. received the citation. And so since the car was in my name, the arrest warrant was issued for me because I never appeared to, to take care of this ticket I didn't know had, had existed. So the officer said, all right, there's a fine for this. Well, I'd just come from a weekend and I was a poor kid just teaching. And I, I don't have any money. He said, then you're going to jail. I said, you got to be kidding me. Hmm. And he locked me up, put me in there. And I got one phone call. I woke my dad up in the middle of the night. He came to bail me out. But I was in there with a, a man who was recovering from a night of inebriation. He'd gotten into a fight. Oh, <laughs> and wow. he looked at me and said, what are you in for? I said, an expired inspection sticker. You couldn't believe He's it. A, oh my word! <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can I can imagine that. Uh, you know, it's so it's so it's so hilarious and at the same time ironic when you get arrested, uh, you know, for something you did not do, right? Yeah, I, I really had not received the citation, wasn't aware of it, but it was on my car, and so obviously I I got the <laughs> the well, award issue. You know, for me. in the Book of Acts, uh, they just keep witnessing about Jesus, and they start getting arrested. Yeah. and and we will find many arrests uh, from here on in the book of Acts, and actually things are getting a little more difficult for the disciples. Um, the book of Acts is, as we said in the beginning, a parallelism with the life of Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, first, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then they're witnessing the crowds coming. Yeah, and things are now, growing sim uh, swimmingly, and then all of a sudden persecution begins persecution to come, begins, opposition. And then they start dying. So when mm -hmm. we start in chapter 12 of the book of Acts, we actually find out that the first disciple has now been put to death. So uh, let's read verse 1 and 2 of chapter 12. It says, Now about that time Herod the king laid hands on some who belonged to the church in order to mistreat them. And he had James, the brother of John, put to death with a sword. So we already had Stephen in yeah. chapter uh, 7 and 8 that mm -hmm. he had uh, been killed, but he was not one of the 12. No, he was not. Now we are getting to the actual leadership of the church. One of the apostles is now mm -hmm. put to death. One of those who had been with Jesus, a disciple, is now put to death in chapter 12. So in verse 3, um, when he saw Herod, that he pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter. Also, Now, Peter, of course, is one of the main disciples. We right. could say Peter and John are always legitimizing the mm -hmm. work that is being done in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and now they're going to go a little farther. But Peter is, we would say, the rock of, of this church. And Herod said, hey, I'm doing good with the Jews. I'm just going to take him now. And, you know, those kings that were set up by Rome were always looking for the favor of the Jews because it would be much easier to rule them and to impose your will upon them if indeed you had some some 
level of acceptance of, of your authority by these religious leaders. Yes, and Herod needed a lot of that because he it was what is called a client king, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be one of the Jews. He professed the Jewish faith, even right. though he was an Edomian, right? But he actually um, did whatever Rome told him to do. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to please the Jews all the time. Yeah. And so he gets Peter. And so when we talk about Peter being in prison, now you realize that this is a serious matter because James just died and and chances are that Peter will too. Peter will as well. And he did not take this arrest lightly, Herod did not. It says when he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out before the people. Okay, this is very similar to what happens to Jesus. Don't forget that mm-hmm. uh, it's Passover when Passover Jesus time. will die. And, and they want to bring him before the people so that, you know, Herod is trying to pleasing to the Jews right. just as Pilate was. And so Peter was kept in prison. And the people of the church do exactly what they're supposed to do at this they time. They pray. They pray. Their, the work of the church is prayer. And that's what they do. So Peter was kept in prison, but prayer for him was being made fervently by the church to God. Why, why is it important to pray in these circumstances when God already knows what he's going to do? And I mean, why is it important? You know, I, I don't know. I think that there are several reasons why prayer is important. Number one, I think that it uh, it legitimizes what God is about to do because, after all, my people who are suffering these things are asking me to do this so that I can mm-hmm. intervene in human history. I think the other thing that it does for us, though, as the church, is it puts us in a position where we recognize our total dependence upon God. Mm-hmm. We ask him for his intervention, saying, I can do nothing to help myself. We are powerless as a people. Lord, we need you completely. It teaches us to rely wholly upon him and his providence, his his superior skill yeah, and wisdom yeah, in these Yeah, actually things. to accept his will because Absol- he, right. we don't know in, in his sovereignty what God will choose to do. He may deliver and he may not, and it doesn't mean that in either case he failed to answer the prayer. Absolutely, and this is one of the things that I've learned in, in my Christian faith, that prayer actually prepares me to accept his uh, will. He tells us to ask. Mm-hmm. but to submit our asking to his will. And here we have a miraculous deliverance that will happen. God will rescue Peter. As the church is actually praying, mm-hmm. They, God will send an angel and he will do a miraculous uh, deliverance in from prison. And we were already told that he had all the soldiers, four squads of soldiers well, guarding him. And that is nothing for God. No, and these four squads of soldiers, this, this is kind of overkill. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's what is Peter? You know, this guy's a fisherman. He's unarmed. He's not a soldier. That's right. He has no skill at, at warfare, but he's really going overboard and taking care of this guy. And Luke here in verse 6 of chapter 12 of Acts actually tells us in the narrative how well they bound him to make sure he wouldn't escape. On the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. See, but like Jesus said, those things are impossible for men are not impossible for God. With God, everything is possible. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared and a light shone in the cell. And he struck Peter's side and woke him up. (laughs) I love this. And he says, get up quickly. And you almost see how out of it Peter was because the angel says, you've been sleeping. Yeah. And the angel says, Put your sandals. <laughs> I get love your sandals. It. Come on. Yeah, this, gird yourself and put your sandals. Come on, get dressed up. I mean, this is something that Peter absolutely is not expecting. 
Yeah, and it says he put his sandals on, and then he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. It's cold outside. Come on, put your cloak on. Let's yes, go. Yes, yes. See, three instructions the angel gives aside from get up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, put your clothes on, yeah. put your sandals, put your coat on. It looks like he has to tell yeah. him everything because Follow Peter's, me. Follow yes, me. Correct. And so he, went, he went out and, um, and continued to follow, and he did not know what, what was being done by the angel it was real, but he thought he was sleeping, a vision. Uh, when they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened for them by itself. And they went out, uh, uh, went along the street, and immediately the angel departed from him. You know, this is very interesting because this is in the tradition of miraculous uh, deliverances that we see in the Old Testament. Several times the prophets of God are delivered in this way. One of one of those times is uh, the prophet Daniel and his uh, three friends. In this case, it's actually the three friends. Remember when Nebuchadnezzar did this giant uh, statue of himself? Yeah, and everyone was supposed to worship it. But Daniel's three friends who were in town, Daniel was not, Shadrach, mm-hmm. Meshach, and Abednego, mm-hmm. refused to worship it. And they, he pulled them before him and said, Listen, guys, I got the power to destroy you. We're going to throw you in the fiery furnace. Don't don't you understand this? And he said, I'm going to give you another chance to worship me. Yeah. And 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 they said, you know what? We serve a God that if he wants to, he can deliver us. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, we're still going to serve. That's right. So he said he has the power to deliver us. We don't know if he'll choose to or not. That's his business. Yeah. But we trust him because our God is able to deliver. And, of course, in this case, he did deliver them from yeah. uh, the fiery furnace. Daniel chapter 3, verse 18 has a phrase that I love. But even if he does not... Mm-hmm. Let it be known to your king that we're not going to serve your gods. Yeah. See, the type of faith that says, I'm going through trials. I'm going to ask God to deliver me. But even if he doesn't deliver me, I'm still going to trust I'm still him. Gonna believe in him. I'm still there for him. Well, Peter wakes up and finds himself in the middle of the street here and figures out, oh, wow, I guess I'm out of prison. So he goes to where the, the house of, of Mary, the, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, uh, where many were gathered together there and were praying. And they, he knocks on the door, right? <laughs> well, but they were praying for his deliverance. Yeah, they're praying for his del- an all-night prayer meeting. Okay. Uh, and then he knocks on the door. Verse 13, when he knocked at the door of, of the gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice because of her joy, she did not even open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. And they said to her, you're out of your mind. <laughs> well, this is one of the most ironic places in all of the book of Acts. They're praying for Peter's deliverance. And this girl comes and says, Peter's at the door. And they say, you're nuts. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. I mean, how, how is it when you pray something and it happens and you say, what? Are you crazy that what we're praying for actually happened? Yeah, I've, I've been there. But, you know, these guys are saying, you know, we don't, they didn't really believe that it was going to happen, I guess. I don't know if there's a formality or something. But I've been there where I was praying for something fervently. And when it happened, I was shocked. Yes. Shocked. Ma- <laughs> Many times God puts our best dreams to shame. You know, we're mm-hmm. asking for something and we get it so quickly or so big or so beyond what we were expecting that sometimes we either are hesitant to believe it or we just praise God for what he's just right done. Right now, there are people listening to this who need deliverance. Uh, and you need deliverance maybe from some affliction, some some uh, habit or something. I'd like to pray for you right that now. That would be wonderful. Dear Father, someone listening to my voice right now needs deliverance. I pray, dear Lord, that you would intervene in their lives, that you would give us the faith to believe that you are able to deliver us, no matter what the circumstances are. And even if you don't do this, Lord, we will trust you anyway. But right now, God, give us your deliverance. We trust you. Amen. I pray for you, the deliverance of the Lord. Trust Him. He's going to see you through one way or the other. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. We want to thank Voice of Prophecy for their generosity in sharing these biblical studies with Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101institute.org. 
That's Jesus101institute.org. Until next time, live free. Woohoo! I praise the Lord that we can come together and share His holy name tonight. And I'm glad that I'm part of that family of God, aren't you? We'd like to sing it for you. And sister round here Well it's because We're a family And these folks are so dear When one has a heartache We all shed a tear And rejoice in his victory His family so dear Sing along I'm so glad this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To know more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio Post Box Number 17 Pune 411-001 Maharashtra, India You can also write to us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com You may also follow all our programs on our website that is awr.org slash English program. This is your host, Sharad. And I'm Maureen, signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then, we wish you good health and a happy home. Goodbye and God bless you.